the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Estate to Iron Real Estate. Um, I'm here with Stephen Ebert, our legal expert, and Ace Butter Supart, our financial expert, and myself, Daddy Herman. And we're here to share all the things about real estate, what's going on. Um, hopefully, we should have a guest on. Um, but we'd love to hear from you. So if you have a question, please call us at 866 970 966. 9622. We love to hear from our listeners. Uh, or you can go to iTunes and search Ion Real Estate, and all of our weekly shows are added. And what we're trying to do now is put some, you know, go back because we've just listed them, we didn't put the topics and uh, put some of the topics on. So that if you missed any part of it or you want to hear part of it again, you can uh, go back. We just have to go to uh, iTunes and search Ion Real Estate. And all of our shows, our past shows, are there. So, Stephen, you were in the middle of telling us that obviously the foreclosure laws are lax. I was talking to Ace, and Ace said, again, if you can't pay your mortgage, call the bank to deal with. They are not looking to take homes back. That's the last thing they want. So if there's any way... Right? You know, I completely any- agree, and I'll, and I'll tell you, you made one very, very important point to your colleague before not moving out of the house. That's a big deal. Um, it will both make it harder for the bank to foreclose, but also there could be some good tax reasons. Um, sometimes banks banks will work with you on a short sale, more likely if it's your primary than if you moved out. Uh, we can do a whole thing on short sales, but I want to make a couple of quick points, and then we can go into depth another time. Um they were sometimes you can get a little bit of equity, not a lot, but you can get something. But also, if you do that, you get what's there's a ta- there's a sneaky thing in the tax law called cancellation of indebtedness income. And what happens is when you get a mortgage or any loan, you do not pay income tax on that because you didn't earn income. If you borrow a dollar, you got to pay the dollar back. If you do, if the bank relieves you of that obligation the bank is going to issue you a 1099 because the bank is taking a write down of what they're not getting paid back on. So depending upon, and and the tax law has evolved multiple times on this, but if the property is not your primary residence, 
that will be booked as income. And now all of a sudden, sitting having an issue with a bank, you got to pay income tax. So definitely talk to a lawyer and or an accountant before you make a move if you have um, issues paying your bank loan, if you're trying to do a short sale, if you're trying to fight a foreclosure, or if you're trying to declare bankruptcy, because there can be tax issues. And as much as you may have an issue with a bank, you don't want to have an issue with the IRS. Thank you. Um, Ace, quick question. I read this article um, and it says, what's the dark side of record low interest rates? If there is a dark side. And um, basically, and I want to see if you agree with this. Uh, well, what are the interest rates now? Right now, rates are still right below 3% Dottie for a 30-year fixed rate. You can get 2.875, uh, which is really unheard of um, still, Dottie. So rates have crept up a little bit. You know, we were looking at 2.65 in the beginning of the year. Right now, it's hovering right around 2.875, 3%, but still all-time lows, Dottie. So. Right. And now, but what this has done is, okay, well, it's good for sellers, okay, it's the opposite for buyers. A home that would have cost $600,000 in the beginning of 2020 is now priced at seven ninety. dollars uh, Okay, so instead of requiring an income of $82,000 to qualify, buyers now earn one hundred eight. dollars So the low interest rates have resulted in an influx of newly qualified buyers and are consequently creating the following problems. Okay, um, first of all, as I said, across the country, it's not just one state, it's all states across the country. Um, there's no inventory. So um, then if you like, if you have a lot of competition that are all looking, there's not many properties for sale and what we, we call this a seller's market then people will bid higher. And so then somebody who has more cash is likely to win the bid over someone who has less cash. So you really, 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 if you're looking to buy, and we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about selling, you really need to have your ducks in order. It is a very competitive market. And you want to have your ducks in order. You want to know what you can go to. You want to have all your paperwork done. You want to have your pre. You have want to have a commitment from the bank. Um, so uh, because the low interest rates, as though they're great, um, they really are. So opened up for so many more buyers that they really increase prices, and then buy then sellers have the upper hand, and they sellers can pick the cream of the crop. Before we go on, we have so much to talk about. We're going to talk about buying and selling and what you should do if you're selling your house. Because I said, if you think of selling in the next three to four years, you might want to consider selling now or at least getting your home ready in best shape. But before I do that, um, um, I want to introduce Vicki Schneps. Vicki is president of Schneps Media. Schneps Media owns newspapers in New York, including New York City and Long Island and Philadelphia and various magazine sources. Vicki is here to fill us in the latest events in New York City, Long Island, and Hamptons that kick off the summer. 
And of course, one of Schnepp's media most famous publications. And when I say famous in the Hamptons, I don't care how many magazines there are. There's millions of them. Dan's papers has been the paper that's been around for I don't know how many years. It's just kind of part of the Hamptons. Vicki? Hi. How, how are, are you? you? Nice to see you this morning and hear you. I can uh, be delighted to be with you. And you're right. Someone said to me yesterday, Dan's papers to the Hamptons is what a hot dog is to mustard. You can't oh, have one that. without the other. Yeah, it's just part of the Hamptons. I mean, you know, and when I first uh, opened offices in the Hamptons uh, 20 years ago, I bought a house and I said, well, I bought a house here. I might as well have offices here. Um, Dan did a every week who's who in the Hamptons. And so he'd write a little story about who's come to the Hamptons. Now I had just bought a home. So, you know, the publicist of the elements said, no, we'll write the story for you. And I didn't know Dan at the time. And he said, no, don't let them write it for you. Trust me and let me write your story. And he did. And he's just a legend. And, but uh, you're a legend. Oh my uh, God. How many papers do you have? 75. 75. And this is a little bit of a woman. And when I say bit, <laughs> tiny little firehouse. And <laughs> she is amazing. And I wanted to get you a read on, you know, what you're seeing, what you see, what you're looking at, and uh, some of the events. I'd love you to send me all the events that you do. I know you, you're doing something today, maybe. Uh, about what's going on and what do you see with the papers and how did you get started? Because, you know, I love entrepreneurs. I mean, I, I you know, I don't think it's for everyone, uh, but a lot of people, I know even with myself, a lot of people think, oh my God, they look at a person who's successful and they don't really look at all the, what they did to get where they did and some of the sacrifices they had to make. Uh, Tell us a little about yourself. I mean, I know you well. I got to know you this year. And I think, um, how can I put it? Dan's, Dan was very special to me. And his paper was just, no matter what comes out. And I, when I saw that you bought it, I, um, I went to the kickoff that you had with Dan. And I was just so thrilled to see that it's in great hands and it's continued to even be better. It was always great, but it'd be better. Tell us what you're seeing, you know, with all the papers and things. What are you seeing in the real estate business and how did you get started? Well, you know, uh, Dan's Papers has was started by Dan, a master entrepreneur, uh, 62 years ago. And his uh, passion is kind of, uh, we fell in love with each other when we met, when I bought the papers, because we had similar passion for what we do, which is community journalism. So, you know, um, my story is uh, a very circuitous road, road to being in the media business. Uh, and it really started with my daughter, Lara. My daughter, Lara, was my first child. And when she was born, she turned blue in the nursery. And she suffered irreparable brain damage. And because of that brain damage, we began a journey to find help because she started having seizures and all kinds of uh, problems. And as a young mother, you know, the doctor said, oh, you're just a nervous mother because I saw she wasn't developing. She wasn't looking at me. She wasn't doing things that other babies were doing. And so we began the journey to find a help for her. And then we realized after about a year and a half, there was really the journey was for rehabilitation. 
And so we heard about a place on Staten Island called Willowbrook. It was a facility that um, had just built an infant rehabilitation center. So with a lot of trepidation, with a lot of fear, but a lot of hope, we brought Lara to Willowbrook. And I lived in Bayside. And at that time in the 70s, uh, most of us were college educated, but we weren't working. We were mothers or we did good causes. And so my neighbors came to me and said, look, Vicki, there but for the grace of God go I. Let us help you at Willowbrook. And so we started WORC, which is an organization starting out as Women's Organization for Retarded Children. You know, those words are, no, are not right now. now I know, but retarded. then it was a different time. That's right. But we called it WORC. And my lovely ladies and I would go every weekend to volunteer. And we would raise money at fundraising events. But within a year, the budget was slashed. It was a state-funded facility. And within a year, 5,400 people were in danger because of the governor's Rockefeller's budget slashes. And so my lovely ladies and I became marchers and picketers, demanding oh, the return of the of the funds. Love it. And my, so you uh, took action. Well, yes, I'm an action-oriented person. I don't sit still without uh, seeing injustice. And so we um, also happened to have a young reporter who was snuck in, who knew a doctor by the name of Geraldo Rivera. So Geraldo uh, was snuck into Willowbrook backwards and started taking pictures of what was going on with the people. And his, his dramatic, powerful words and his film with his film, you know, uh, uh, engineer, he said this that I'll never forget. He said, I could show you the pictures, I can let you hear the moaning, but how do I describe the smell? And that was because of this lack of care. And so my husband was a lawyer and he said, no, we've got to file a federal class action lawsuit. And we filed a federal class action lawsuit on behalf of the 5,400 people living at Willowbrook. That Geraldo kept coming back and telling the story. And we were in court. We won the court case. Willowbrook was closed down. And everybody, 5,400 people, were now to live in the community. So you talk about real estate. Well, we had to buy homes for the people to live in, just like any family. And we went to Little Neck, saw a gorgeous house. And guess what? The neighbors sued us. They didn't want us in their house on their beautiful block in Little Neck. They want the theory, not in my backyard. Yeah, I've been through they that. They sued us, and we won that lawsuit to give the right to every group home to be in R1 and 2 zones. So that meant we could be in residential neighborhoods. And so all the 5,400 people were protected. They weren't just put in the house, but they also were having a day program. And so my life revolved around that for a number of years, but I never forgot the power of the press through Geraldo's coverage. You know, he went on to win an Emmy for his coverage, but he stayed connected. We just did the Geraldo Rivera golf batting for 33 years. Imagine. Wow. And yeah. now we're going to be celebrating life for 50 years. You know, I remember something years. vaguely about Willowbrook. I just didn't remember the detail. Yes. So, yeah. Wow. It was That's an inhumane deep. way to care for people in these massive institutions. And, you know, it looked like a bucolic campus. In fact, today, Willowbrook is the College of Staten Island. I didn't it's know that. It's a CUNY school. Wow. 
Wow. So, you know, things evolve in life and I've evolved. And I, even though my master's degree was in teaching and I've been teaching till Lara was born, I said, I'd love to get into the news business. I love the power of the press. Advocating for Lara took me in a whole new direction. And I met this man from the Daily News who took a buyout and he had a paper in Astoria and I lived in Bayside. And I said, you know, I think we could start a newspaper because in 85, I don't know if you remember, Dottie, all the co-ops developed out of the rental buildings. All the rental yes. buildings turned co-op in 85. Yes. And I recognize that if you own your apartment, you care about the neighborhood. And so that was my vision, to cover the neighborhood and be very local. I sometimes to this day call us the pothole newspaper. Nothing so small as a pothole is what I must cover. So we started with one newspaper in my living room and I didn't take a salary for two years and we just covered our expenses by selling ads. I sold an ad to the realtor who sold me my house. I sold an ad to my brother who was a dentist. I sold an ad to my <laughs> And that's how we started with one newspaper in Northeast Queens. And then people came to me and said, well, could you come to my neighborhood? Could you come to my neighborhood? Could you come to my neighborhood? And we even had a Spanish newspaper because the Spanish community was growing so dramatically. So we kind of evolved organically. And then the magic thing, Daddy, my son, who was in investment banking, called me one night at 11 o'clock at night. And he says, Mom, if I'm going to work 24-7, can I come work for you? And of course, what's a mother's dream? To have her son in business with her? But I would never ask. Absolutely. I would never ask. He asked me. And so I took a uh, salary cut because he was making so much money in investment banking. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the best investment I ever made because Josh really um, helped us now start acquiring newspapers. And we acquired newspapers in Brooklyn. And then we acquired a whole group of newspapers all over New York City. So, you know, his brilliance in being able to see opportunities, and I'm in the position to say yes, no. So you'll love this one. So in last July... Uh, we got a call from the man we had done business with uh, who owned Dan's papers. And he called Josh and said, Josh, you know, I've been here 10 years. I'm ready to go. Because he was more of a venture capitalist than a journal, community journalist. You're right. Person. You're right. So um, Josh he said, let me ask my mom. He called me and I get on the phone with Josh and he says to me, mom, we have an opportunity to buy Dan's. And without it, I said, well, then we're going to buy it. <laughs> and that's how it happened that we bought Dan's papers. You know, and I, I just want to point out, first of all, I have so much respect for you, but I also like to tell people who look at people who are very successful and, you know, say, yo, that could never be me. And this is because they had a rich uncle or they had this. And so many people really started with nothing, okay, yes. but a vision. Yes. And, and a passion. Uh, and, and a passion. passion. I, I, I agree. If you don't have passion for what you're doing, you can get the job done, but you'll never be great at it. And if you really, really believe in something, and I remember when I was, you know, I worked for Maryland when they were selling the company, it was all over the papers. Mel was a public company, so it was don't stay on the sinking ship, you know, and all the real estate companies were trying to steal people. And I stuck with it because I had a passion. But no one really knows the hard times and what it's 
got to get there. So I think there's going to be opportunities now with the pandemic, winding down, change, and it's a good time. So Vicky, after break, just keep the stuff going down to that band and stuff to your local papers and what you're seeing in the real estate. Like My pleasure. We and cover I from Manhattan to Montauk, so I got a post of the whole city of New York and Philadelphia and Westchester. Right, so as soon as the break's over, we'll be back in a few minutes. They say, if you love something, set it free. At LifeLock, we say, what a load of bull hockey. All that saving up and paying off debt, and now some identity thief wants to set it free? Crazy talk. LifeLock helps monitor your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, we'll help fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. Has your relationship taken a turn? Is it time to call it quits? Do complex matters such as custody, alimony, child support, prenups, and financial matters make your head spin? Then tune in every Sunday evening at 5 for Should I Stay or Should I Go? With attorney Tanya Helfand from Helfand & Associates. With over 25 years of experience, Tanya will guide you through the confusing world of family law so that everyone can make the right decision. It's Should I Stay or Should I Go? Sunday evenings at 5 on AM 970, The Answer. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Dear Cancer, if you think you're going to put my life on hold, think again. I did my homework and I found a cancer treatment option that requires no surgery, minimal downtime, and virtually no side effects. It's called Proton Therapy at Procure Proton Therapy Center. Proton Therapy targets cancer tumors more precisely than traditional radiation therapy with less radiation to nearby healthy tissues. And thanks to Procure, I don't have to travel far for treatment. Located in Somerset, Procure is New Jersey's most experienced proton therapy center, offering the most advanced form of radiation with the most precise technology. That's right, Cancer. I still have the choice and energy to go on that hike with friends or spend a Saturday afternoon with my grandkids. I chose proton therapy at Procure, and now my hope has been restored. I'm living my best life. If you've been diagnosed with cancer, visit Procure.com or call 855-3-PROTON today. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. We're talking about everything real estate, and we have a special guest today, and that's Vicki Schnapps. Vicki is president of Schnapps Media. 
and owns newspapers in New York, New York City, Long Island, Philadelphia, and she's a powerhouse. Um, so um, what are you seeing and what are you planning to do with dance papers and some of the other, what are you seeing generally as you report news all over basically the tri-state? Well, I think it's very clear that uh, real estate's on fire. I, I, you know, I speak to brokers, Dan's papers covers the Hamptons. Our footprint is West Hampton to Montauk on the South Fork and Riverhead to Orient Point on the North Fork. And every broker I speak to has one word. It's the hottest market of their career. And I think that this is a very exciting time to see people coming, new people coming in. You know, I always believe that new people, new blood, uh, opportunities for businesses. So of course we want them to advertise because that is our, I'd say 90% of our base is advertising. And we reach the people digitally. We have a fabulous digital division. And then we reach people in print. We're doing 600,000 newspapers a week. So if anybody says print is dead, you could tell them, Mark Twain said it best. The rumors of my demise are greatly well, exaggerated. You know, <laughs> let me tell you something. The, they've been saying that for years. Now, I don't believe that, but I believe younger people may be a little bit less. But I think that right now, I know as a business, what we like to do, and I think you're the same, we'll give you the information any way you'd like to have it. If some people want to go on digital, fine. Some people want to read it in print. But when you're dealing with second homes, and uh, I don't want to tell you that they're not, um, that everyone's a second home buyer. There's people that live in the Hamptons all year. Uh, but when you're... When you're when you're in a home, you want to know about what's happening local, and I think you have a real good handle on really also getting into the nitty gritties of what's going on in the area locally. So dance papers, Daddy, you're right. Dance papers is a happy paper because it's not a hard news newspaper. I don't have to talk about crime and death and murder and politics. We are where to go, what to do. And most importantly, who's here? You know, people, my most popular pages are south of the highway with all the celebrities that live out here. And people behind the hedges is my real estate magazine. We, I'm very proud to tell you, we own Brownstone, a magazine in Brooklyn, and we just turned behind the hedges into a magazine in the Hamptons as a separate, uh, a separate entity. And I must tell you, you know, there is just such excitement about what's happening in real estate yeah. In the Hamptons. So, you know, it's it's probably because of the second home buying, but I think you you live out here too. I think people will never go back to the old way of working. And that, I, 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 I agree. don't know what you feel, but I feel the Hamptons are magical. There's something about the light. It's something about passing the farmlands, passing the grassy pastures, passing the horses and the ponds. I, I just, I'm loving living out here. Vicky, I have to tell you, it was my dream. I had a friend that had a hat house in Shinnecock that I used to go to when I was a kid. And I said, one day I'm going to have a house out here. And as I told Ace, in those days, I didn't even qualify for the mortgage, but you could get one. And I figured out I could always rent. I always say I'm home. I, I love the Hamptons. And I think that people have the wrong, I mean, look, 
people right away think of celebrities and movie stars and all of that and, and mansions that are $20 million. 40. Because, because that's <laughs> what sells, 40, 60. But that's what sells papers. They don't want to hear about, you know, but there are many firemen, policemen. There are many affordable homes here. And I think people have the wrong impression. And what I love most about the Hamptons is it's basically a small town. Every, you know, everyone kind of knows each other and you, and, and everyone's kind of there for each other. And I came in and uh, uh, the ocean, you could go anywhere in the United States. There are no better oceans. And even if you don't live here, it's close enough to take a day trip. There's so much to do. And you can get all the, that information and dance, like everything that's going on. Is, uh, well, you know, Daddy, just on that point, I must interrupt you because I'm so excited about something we're doing about inviting people. So when I came out here, we bought the paper in September and I met with some of the business leaders. And they said, we need people to come out to shop, to dine, to look at our beaches and our homes. And I came up with the idea of a sculpt tour. So we literally put in place a the world-class Hans van Bovenkamp's 10-foot-tall sculptures have come to every town from West Hampton all the way out to Montauk. You can drive along Montauk Highway, stop, take a selfie picture of yourself with one of his magnificent sculptures, and then wow. send it into danspapers.com. And we can win a dinner for two. So I'm engaging the community to come on out and visit the Hamptons, even if it's a day trip. It's a beautiful place to visit. And my sculpt tour, with the help of uh, Hans van Bovenkamp, who, uh, you know, really brought it out. And then um, Enzo from uh, Douglas Elements, one of my sponsors. And Grassy, Grassy, the accounting firm, is one of my sponsors. And People's Bank and Lou Mizell, the art dealer, have me put it in place and we have these fabulous sculptures now in every one of the towns to people come and visit and that was wonderful the sculptor yeah it's wonderful and it's a history and by the way for those of you who don't know i grew up on long island i love long island i i love the city too but i love long island it was a great place to grow up but when you get after exit 70, when I came out to the Hamptons, they said, you're not, we're not Long Island. And I'm like, what do you mean? The Hamptons is part of Long Island. And they said, no, you're an up island. Ah. This is not part of the Hamptons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're up island. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I really didn't know. You know, amongst the trailer parks in Long Island, I said, there are some nice places. I mean, it was really, really kind of crazy. But there was something magical, and like you, I the, just and it and so now, as you were just saying, and, and and Ace, love to hear your opinion, Steve. I agree with Vicky. I don't think it will ever go back to the way it was. The pandemic has really changed it, and I believe the Hamptons is jammed. As I said at the beginning of the show, I could not even find the space at two o'clock in the afternoon anywhere. I was like going crazy and it's a bad weekend. So usually when the rain is rainy, less people come out. People are just happy to be out and less and more people are not, people aren't traveling now. I bought a house when I was probably 35 years old in the Hamptons. And again, uh, like Ace could tell you, it was much easier to get a mortgage then. Uh, 
And when I would come out here, and I lived on Long Island, so it was like an hour's ride. So why would you buy a second house on Long Island when you lived there already? It was just something changed when you got to exit. It's another world. It's another world. It's stepping into another world when you get out of exit 70 and you go down Sunrise. I'm in West Hampton. And West Hampton has been reinvented. It's so gorgeous. You've got to come over, Daddy. And you know what you said before? West Hampton is a town where 90% of the businesses are owned and operated by the owners. And so it's a town where everybody knows your name. Yes, it is. And West they have Hampton fine is arts just, and they have culture and they have place. That's right. And um, as I said, so when I bought people were like, well, why would you... But there was something special. And let me just tell you the benefits. And I don't think, you know, the show goes so quickly. I was going to talk about second homes and buying. And I don't know how much time we're going to have. I want to try in a little bit. But the new trend is going to be co-homes. Now, you say, well, how can I afford two? I can't afford one, let alone two. I think some people are going to buy smaller homes or have two. Um, people are traveling. I mean, still people want to travel. I mean, the airlines are busy this week, but less people are traveling abroad. And um, there's something nice about having a place that you don't have to stop, plan, have tickets, go to the airport where, you know, one day you have an extra day, uh, you get off from work early, your husband or your spouse has some extra time and you don't have to think about it. You can just drive. And well, I think, you know, uh, you said something that I think, uh, you know, to get people started to rent, because, you know, when you rent something, you get a sense of the neighborhood and each of the uh, towns in the Hamptons, you know, it's called the East end because of the two forks and the North fork, which has become the wine country of Long Island is really very different than the South fork. But what I found is that when people rent, they get a taste of the neighborhoods and the taste of the neighborhoods makes them get a feel. How can I afford it? And there are homes that are affordable. You know, I never thought, you know, years ago when I was a young married that I could ever afford to live in the Hamptons. Well, that's what I'm trying to start. I think with real estate, just get started. Get a two family house. Yes. Right. Let me tell you something. My first home. And I kid you not. My first home was a cottage. Yes. When you sat in the kitchen and you leaned back on the chair, you hit the refrigerator. But it was my first home. I got started. So, Vicki, I'm sure I'll see you over the weekend or soon. Thank you so much. And um, we'll post all the information about your how Well, we're very proud to have Dan's papers part of our crown of our great we're proud journalism. We're proud you took it over. We, we are. I, it's very Thank joyous. You. Thank you. Thank have you. a great, have a great summer. We'll be back to talk about a little bit about selling your home. If you're a homeowner, then you know your home is your biggest investment, and now so many homes have had to become your office as well. Hey, let's decide that this year is the last time you'll ever have to paint your house again. Talk to my friend Susan at Rhino Shield to find out about this unique process. Rhino Shield is a coating. It looks like paint, but it seals and waterproofs your house or building and bonds completely to wood, brick, stucco, aluminum, vinyl, or block. 
Rhino Shield comes in any color you want and has insulating and soundproofing qualities and is guaranteed to never crack, chip, peel, or mold for 25 years. One person will visit your home, walk the outside, take the measurements, and you'll be emailed an estimate. Right now, Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. Call for a free estimate today, 877-744-6608. That's 877-744-6608. Rhino Shield. It's not paint. Rhino Shield is a proud Gold Shield member. Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever ends soon. Right now, save up to $500 on our top-rated brands when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $699 on Sealy or save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. Shop America's best brands confidently with our low-price guarantee. Hurry into Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressburn.com slash sale. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo for Pat Lafreda Meat Purveyors. You know they supply many of New York and New Jersey's finest restaurants. Yes, like 1,600 of those restaurants. Now you can get the same high-quality selection of meats for your most important customer, your own family. Lafreda deals in only premium 100% black Angus cattle raised and grazed in the United States. Their only focus is meat. You won't find any frozen side dishes or any gimmicks here. Offering every kind of meat in every cut like a tomahawk bone-in ribeye porterhouse center cut filet just to name a few supplying only the highest quality beef pork lamb veal poultry and america's best burger chop meat blends shipped overnight cut the night you place your order and always fresh never frozen order online please at lafreda.com l-a-f-r-i-e-d-a lafreda.com i'm dr baker an er physician If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you know what? My sense of timing, because we want to talk about if you're going to sell your home, and I told you that if you think of selling it um, the next couple of years, you're, it's a good time now, and you should get ready. Uh, I don't know how much time we have, and I have a lot of info. Um, do you want to? I mean, I'm 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 going to go through it and, and continue that next week, and continue this. What if you're looking to buy, and uh, you know how you sense that timing if you have to sell something and buy something. But before I do that, uh, and by the way, Vicky is a great businesswoman, and I, I I stress that she came from really you know, you never know where you end up in life. Okay, I mean, the last thing she thought was she was a publisher, and uh, she told you the story of how she ended up doing that. So it's an interesting story, and she's a, a really eager beaver. Uh, now, we're talking about selling. I have a whole lot. I don't think I'm going to get it all done in 10 minutes. But Ace, before I uh, do that, do you have anything to add or anything going on um, 
Somebody had asked me, I didn't get to the Dear Dottie questions. I have hundreds of them. But when the bank gives you an interest rate, they check your credit score, your income and employment history, your debts, your cash reserves, the size of your down payment, your loan type. Is there any advice that you want to give people ahead of time? Because we have 10 minutes. I'm not thoroughly going to get through the whole yeah, Dottie. So just high level, you know, look, if you're a seller today, um, it's your market, right? It's your world. So um, you want to make sure that since you do have the demands right now, that you pick the right buyer, right? And how do you do that? You just want to have a, a couple of prerequisites, right? A pre-approval. If you're a buyer and the competition is fierce, you want to make sure that you're, that you're prepared. And some of the things that you, you can do to stay ahead of the game is... Look at your credit. Check your credit before you even think about buying a home, right? See where you are. See if you have any late payments so you have time to prepare. Second, make sure that you have your income um, in, in, in order. Make sure that you have your W-2s, your pay stubs. Uh, if you're self-employed, make sure that you have two years of reported income. So many folks that I sit with, you know, especially during the pandemic, they wrote off a lot of losses. They took on, you know, forbearances. So things of that nature, you know, speak with a representative, understand your options. And last but not least, make sure you have that down payment, right? The more down payment that you have that you're putting down, the better you can qualify for a mortgage and the better that the better you'll put yourself in a position when the seller is looking at different offers. So um, I, you and know, maybe I, I next wanted, week, yeah. Ace, maybe next week you could also, because, you know, if you were a veteran, you can, you know, you could have, I mean, people don't really do that so much anymore because they don't realize it, but you can probably have a lower credit score. Do not, and maybe you could give tips if you think yeah. of buying a home, don't buy, don't open more credit cards, don't nope. buy a new car, don't, don't make any more long-term commitments and sometimes now that's why i'd like you to visit citizens bank and ace because you see he can advise you maybe sometimes it's a matter of maybe you pay off one of your like debts let's say you have car payments and you have two years left maybe you pay that off and it makes a whole difference because yeah. the mortgage rates that you read are based on somebody having good credit correct correct so if you say, oh, look at these mortgage rates, but if your credit's not that great, and it doesn't even mean that you have paid, didn't pay bills, if you have too many things that they want, you know. So I think it's really important if you do nothing else for your buyers to go talk to Ace or somebody on the citizens team and see what you need to do so that when you're ready, you are ready and you can be competitive. And, and Dottie, the one thing that I want our listeners to remember is, I know we mentioned this earlier about rates being low. Is this good for buyers? You know, the home prices are so high. You know, I, I want to I remind all of our listeners, rates, you know, we're at 6%, 10%, 17%. 18%, how's that? Exactly. And, and no matter how high the prices are, we have to remember that it's driven by inventory, right? Inventory is scarce. But the one thing that we all have to remember is that rates are low because they're artificially low, right? It was due to the pandemic, the government, the Federal Reserve, they made a commitment to buy trillions of mortgage-backed securities. And as we come out of the pandemic, 
the only way that rates are going to go is higher because the economy is recovering uh, slowly, but it will recover and rates will be higher. Now, what do I mean by that? Home prices are, are at an all-time high right now in the suburbs. But if you're looking to buy, you're not buying the home on the price point. You're buying the home and if you're looking to borrow money, you're borrowing it on the rate. So always remember, you're not in the game to, to purchase it on a price point because if you're leveraging debt financing, then really the lower the rate, the lower your monthly payment. So if you're a buyer, don't, don't sit on the sidelines and wait for, for home prices to come down because if home prices come down, then the same goes for the rates. It's going to go up. You'll probably lose more by waiting for the prices to come down and rates going up, right? So just, just know what your, your options are check with a loan officer, really look at what your monthly payments are, because although the home prices are higher with low rates, your monthly payments will be lower. So I'm not going to have time to really talk about selling in depth, but I'm just going to give you some start out hints. If you think of selling, start with the outside because curb appeal is everything. Now, if you live in the city, the building is the building, but if you are in a freestanding home, Okay, first impressions matter. So get ready to sell your home, the curb appeal. So tidy up the trim. You don't have to spend a lot of money, but tidy up the trim. Simply walk around the outside of your home and look for areas that could use quick pick-me-up. Um, if you're on a strict budget, you know, you can just get a fresh coat of paint and touch up some things. Paint. Freshen up your front door. I know front doors don't sound important, but attractive front door can be a serious selling point. You know, so have that appealing. And then, you know, you could go and plant some low maintenance greenery. I remember when I had a film, I, they were doing a magazine article on me in the Hamptons. I forgot about it. And I went to the greenery with one of the agents that worked with those. We, we planted our own flowers. Um, the last minute. So you can get some low maintenance and just put some greenery around, greenery around. Show the potential for outdoor living. And people don't need a lot of space, but they like outside space. Um, so start with the outside of your house if there's any junk that you've collected. And, you know, we'll next week finish talking about what, what more you can do. I don't think I'm going to have time to get through it. Um, Stephen, Maybe next week you talk about like-kind exchanges. Are they going away? It's an, it's an interesting question. There's a lot of talk about it, and I can definitely talk about what they are, what you can do, and where the sense of the Congress is. And we can definitely do that next week. Yeah, we want to talk about like, and, and I want to talk about how to make a second home, whether you should buy a second home. But I really want to talk about, first of all, getting your home ready to sell. Because... It's a first impression. Remember something. When somebody passes your home, and in the suburbs, they're going to be driving. They're going to see the outside of your home. That's their first impression. So, and then second of all, get rid of, you know, we all collect tons of things over time. Even if you have to put it in storage. Less is better. And the millennials are minimalists. They like less. So, you know, and you know, all the things that you've been collecting, you know, maybe you have a, a relative or a friend that has a basement that you could put them in 
and a clean coat of paint, a neutral color because you don't, you want to go with a neutral color and have a window washer come and wash all your windows um, and let that house sparkle. Um, those are not expensive things and they really, really make a difference because remember, a lot of people are not visual, meaning they can't, some people have the talent to see what something can become, but not everyone can. So it's good to be able to, and also we're going to talk about open houses and whether they work or they don't, but I will tell you when your agent is taking someone through the home, don't stand next to them and follow them because a buyer is more likely if there's an objection or they see something to say it in front of the agent and not in front of you. And so you want them to get out of the objections they have. Um, but you're in the driver's seat. Um, there is really so little inventory and interest rates are great, but still you, you want to get the best dollars that you can. So with little improvements, okay, you can uh, really make your house show much better. Sometimes I look at houses that I'm almost in shock that someone's going to sell it this way. And it's not going to cost a lot of money. If you clean up a house and get rid of some of the stuff that you've accumulated and all the moms and dads that are so proud of their children with their report cards and their little drawings that they put the magnets on the refrigerators. I know that's lovely and homey, but take them off. You want to show less clutter. Can't, but the big sellers in houses are first the exterior, uh, kitchens and bathrooms are a key. So uh, we're going to finish up on that topic next week. But I want to tell you some some little hints that you can do for very little money. I mean, I'm never going to. I'm not going to tell somebody to knock out the kitchen, your kitchen, your I'm going to give you some tips on little things that you can do that will bring you thousands of dollars in a return. Um, listen, it's raining, so we're happy uh, that the pandemic is starting to We wish all of you a great and safe Memorial Day weekend. We'll be here next week. Happy. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.